Insight Saturday night, and we are live. Hope everybody's doing good. Be blessed in Jesus' mighty name. Welcome, Christian Television Network, to the platform tonight. Welcome, everybody else watching on all other platforms. Also, if you're watching on Facebook, get a Rumble app. Switch over to Rumble. Got a switch? I can't even friend you on Facebook. They're always shadow banning me. Switch over to Rumble. Eventually, we'll be able to hopefully Twitter will get started with Periscope again, although we are also live on Twitter right now and a couple other places also. But anyway, so let me just get rolling here because we only got 55 minutes of fury tonight. Starting off with a Cambry tweet. I just had to cover this story because it's a perfect example of actual political reality. Texas House of Representatives live stream of the impeachment of Texas Attorney General Ken Paxton. You're like, how is that? This is a Trump ally. This is somebody who has tried to sue, I mean, sue on behalf of all the states that were ripped off in the 2020 election. Of course, he he didn't lose. He was denied a hearing due to lack of standing. This is a true warrior. And he's being, he's being impeached by Republicans. Isn't it strange? It's just like I always tell, I'll read the bottom first. The main guy speaking is Republican House Speaker Dade Phelan, who is bankrolled by a Demo- by Democrat establishment donor Charlie Butt. Now I want everybody to capture and understand the political reality of the life that we live, the country that we live in, the the environment, the political environment that we find ourselves a part of. When you see it's a Republican, it doesn't mean it's a Republican. When you see that it's a Democrat, it's a Democrat. I hope everybody got that. When you see that it's a Republican, when there's an R in front of somebody's name, even if they say conservative things, it does not mean that they are Republicans. He is being impeached on false allegations, trumped up stupid allegations by establishment Republicans that everybody thinks are conservatives. They are not. This man right here, the House Speaker in the state of Texas, the red state of Texas that's still red, it's not purple yet, they're trying to make it purple through Austin, through Dallas, but it's still red, is he's actually being impeached by Republicans by Republicans for doing absolutely nothing because he established, he actually goes against the grain of establishment Republicanism. And that is why he's being impeached by Republicans. And I just want everybody to know because this is no different in, it possibly is different in your state state house, but it is no different than it is in Washington, D.C. Everybody in there is actually you know, the, every person that you see, for all intents and purposes, in D.C., is actually a Democrat with notable exceptions, like Matt Gates, like Marjorie Taylor Greene, like Lauren Boebert, like Donald Trump when he was there, and, and, and numerous others. But for the most part, most of the Republicans that you see are Democrats, and they are impeaching a twice—he won—I mean, Ken Paxton just won in a landslide election— just won in a landslide election, and now he's being impeached by Republicans. So I just I want everybody to know this. And you're like, well, why don't we do that to them? Because we're not dis- we're not dishonest. It's very hard for us to really p- commit political espionage. Actually, and none of us would even probably we we couldn't stand it if we had to go in and pretend to be like a Democrat. But Democrats, when they when they are listen, I, I'm saying every Democrat is like this. There's no more. Well, it's the upper echelon of the Democratic Party. No, it's every Democrat. They have no problem lying. 
They have no problem locking you up for crimes that you didn't commit. They have no problem with endless Goebbels propaganda that they know is lies. They have no problem. And if you have to lie to usher in your agenda, then you, your agenda is, is, a, is a big giant pile of garbage. That doesn't bother them either as long as they get their agenda. So what they're actually doing is they are putting in Democrats like Dade Phelan is a Democrat. You're like, but Tom, they, they, they vote for some conservative things like, like Lindsey Graham does, like, like Mitt Romney does, like Susan Collins, like Ben Sass used to. They vote for some conservative stuff. Mitch McConnell actually, actually gets uh, conservative justices elected. Yeah, like John Roberts. And the other ones have been decent. I think they actually kind of flipped on them. But they only do that to give themselves credibility so that you, you'll continue to think that you have people that are there in D.C. or at the State House in Texas that are fighting for you. They're not fighting for you. This is why I'm always telling you, go and try to elect the legit conservative, not the electable Republican, the legit conservative. Yeah, but then we'll lose. Okay, if you lose trying to elect the legit conservative, what have you actually lost? You ever think about it? You lost. So you went for a Republican who will vote like a Democrat. So you lost anyway. You, you're either way. It's e- either either scenario is a loss. If the establishment Republican is going to vote like a Democrat wins, then you have another Democrat in there anyway. So you already lost. So what's the point? So you go and you try to elect legit conservatives, of which Ken Paxton is one of them. I can't, I can't even remember all the stories that I've covered with Ken Paxton fighting for actual, real conservative values. Now, here's a good summation going to the next one. Well, Grant Stench, Stenchfield uh, video from Newsmax. Rhino Republicans orchestrated Democrat-inspired insurrection in Texas. It's about a coup to install who? George Bush. George P. Bush the nephew of George W. Bush. They're trying to put George P. Bush into the attorney general slot in the state of Texas. So they get rid of a legit, a legit conservative, and they put in a Bush because Bushes are controlled opposition that will do whatever the Democrats tell them to do. Here's the summation. Play it for me, Will. Democrats want to talk about an insurrection. Well, there is an insurrection going on right now in the state of Texas, and it's being run by Republicans that are funded by billionaire Democrat donors. These are Republicans who have turned their backs on the great state of Texas as they go after Trump's favorite attorney general, Ken Paxton. Here's what's at play. They want installed, yes, I said installed, George W. Bush's nephew, George P. Bush as attorney general. They wanna take Paxton out so George P. Bush can be put in. This is the height of establishment arrogance. Campbell, send out amendment. The amendment is acceptable to the author. Is there objection to the opposite amendment? So they're using drunk Dave Phelan to wage this war against Attorney General Ken Paxton and every conservative in Texas. And here's who's funding it all. Charles Butt, the grocery store billionaire who donates to Democrats and Republicans. That'll tell you how principled he is. And then there's Dick Weekly, the guy who loves rhinos. Rhinos so much so that he's willing to orchestrate this entire coup in Texas. We are on to them. The time now is to support Ken Paxton. Call your lawmakers and say enough is enough when it comes to this impeachment scam. You see who's actually behind these things. 
These are not Republicans just because they have an R in front of their name. George W. Bush is not a Republican. George P. Bush is not a Republican. Jeb Bush is not a Republican. They are globalists. They may be less left than AOC because here's the thing. They look at AOC and me and you the same. They believe that they are above everybody. They have this wisdom. Yes, AOC is evil and stupid. We got that. Likes to butcher the unborn. We got that. But they look at us as the same. They look at themselves as bourgeois, leftist, globalist, elitist that know better than everybody. You get a little bit from the left, you get a little bit from the right, and you come to this disgusting amalgam of globalism. That's that's who these people are. They're no different than Klaus Schwab. You notice that Klaus Schwab doesn't go hyper-left. He's not talking about abortion all the time, is he? Because even though he is pro-abortion... He doesn't talk about it all the time because he just, he, they all, they, see, they're, they, even the ones who are extreme left keep their extreme leftism quiet. And then you've, they've got their controlled opposition, alleged right wingers like the Bush family, the McConnells, the Romneys, the Collins, the Murkowskis, all of those who they control. And they all get together. They all meet together. Lindsey Graham's and all of them, they all meet together and they say, you know what? We're the smart ones. We're not really right wingers like those other right wingers like, like Donald Trump and, you know, uh, Alex Jones and Tucker Carlson. No, we're not. We're not right wingers. We're, we're smart right wingers. We're smart right wingers. In other words, we're actually leftists who just call ourselves right wingers. And it's just like I've told you a dozen times on this show. It's all about creating the illusion of a synergistic tension. When they are sitting there in Washington, D.C., allegedly fighting for you, they are actually fighting against you and ushering forward the leftist, globalist, bourgeois, elitist agenda just in a more slow, palatable way for you so that you don't unelect them and remove them as Democratic Party-controlled opposition. I hope that makes sense to everybody because that is, that's the plan. And they want George P. Bush in there so that they can have illegal elections in Texas. Ken Paxton doesn't allow it, just like Ron DeSantis doesn't allow it in Florida. They won't allow it, so they've got to have, they've got to have controlled opposition. They've got to have some, a reasonable Republican. You know, like Bill Gates out in Arizona, who screwed up the whole election, uh, the Hobbs v. Lake governor, gubernatorial election, who screwed it all up on purpose to usher in Katie Hobbs because he's actually a Democrat. These are legit Democrats. It doesn't matter if they've had an R in front of their name for 10 years. They are controlled by the Democratic Party, paid, as we saw there, they is paid by this whole um, impeachment of Ken Paxton is being paid by the globalist left. Not by right-wingers. Amazing that Elisa, if these are true Republicans, they're like that feeling. If it's a true Republican, how is it that you're receiving all of your, uh, you're unashamedly receiving all of your funding, funding from a globalist leftist? That's what we're really facing. That's the true political environment that we, that we, that you and I are a part of. And we need to understand that. And as Dan Bongino says, most Republicans are truly Democrats. But all Democrats are truly Democrats. That's the truth. Here's another angle of the story. Rep uh, Tony uh, Tinderholt tweet, it's truly shocking that not a single person from Ken Paxton's Texas office was ever, was ever questioned about this proceeding. They didn't bring any exculpatory witnesses. That's strange, isn't it? Well, it's the exact same pattern that we're seeing everywhere. On one, the 1-6 committee, leave this up for me. On the 1-6 committee, what exculpatory witnesses came in? Absolutely none. They, they trumped up a witness to say that Trump tried to take over his, his limo. Where's she at, by the way? 
What happened to what happened to Christine Blasey Ford? Just disappeared, get a get a nice infusion of GoFundMe cash and disappear into oblivion. And the same thing happened as happening here that happened in the 160 meeting. What about, you know, what about Nancy Pelosi's phone records? What about her communications with the sergeant at arms? What about her four phone calls with Ray Epps that were from her office? But Ray Epps and her were calling each other. Her office was. That was never brought up. There's no exculpatory witnesses. Nobody could come and actually testify about the other side of things. That's, that's the status of our criminal justice system in America, let alone our political and civil system, because you have, you have criminal justice and then you have the civil, you have the criminal court and you have the civil court. Both courts are operating the exact same way. Unless you are a leftist, you are not allowed a fair hearing. Donald Trump was not allowed to bring forward exculpatory evidence in his E. Jean Carroll lawsuit. Nothing, absolutely nothing, wasn't allowed to put on a defense. So can't, I'll continue on with the tweet. Can you imagine any investigation in which the suspect isn't once questioned? Ken Paxton wasn't even questioned in his own impeachment. And when his attorney's ass asks to bring testimony to investigators, he's turned away. I can't, I will absolutely be voting against this resolution. And it went like 120 to 30. It's all Republicans voting against Ken Paxton to impeach. Ken Paxton now goes to the state Senate. I want you to think about this. Ken Paxton was never interviewed by any of these people. They never brought, his lawyers asked, can we bring in evidence into this hearing? No, no here, no, no, no ability to stop the impeachment. Exact same thing happened with Alex Jones. Same thing happened with Steve Bannon. Same thing happened with Donald Trump. They were not allowed to even present a case in court. And everybody thinks again, and I, I'll try not to go down too far into this wormhole because I've been going down into this wormhole a lot lately. People think that if you do nothing wrong, you have nothing to fear. And I don't mean, listen, I don't want anybody to live in fear. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, he'll, he will direct your paths. So, I mean, we can trust in him and he will protect you. But in a political sense, and if you're not trusting the Lord to protect you, then you are in trouble. But everybody thinks, I'll, if I do nothing wrong, nothing can happen to me. I'll never be sued. Donald Trump didn't do anything wrong. He doesn't know, even know who E. Jean Carroll is. Ken Paxton didn't do anything wrong. I just read an article uh, today about Brett Favre. Remember, Brett Favre's been accused of stealing uh, millions of dollars from welfare. <laughs> he, didn't, he didn't steal anything. Donald Trump didn't steal. Peter, uh, Peter Navarro's done nothing wrong. And yet he's been arrested and put in chains. Steve, uh, Steve, uh, Steve Bannon arrested and convicted. And you think that, for what, what was Steve Bannon convicted of? Steve Bannon was convicted of obstruction of congress for not for not adhering to a subpoena from a committee that can't lawfully issue subpoenas so people think i I can't get in any trouble if i don't do anything wrong yes you can all you have to have is a judicial system set up against you whether it's local or federal it doesn't matter that's exactly what's happening here ken paxton did nothing wrong but there's no backstop here there's he can't even present a case he will, he'll be able to present a case in the Senate, but he can't even present a case in his own impeachment hearing with his lawyers asking to present a case. Same thing happened with Bannon. Same thing happened with Trump. Same thing happened with Navarro. Same thing happened with, with, with Mike Flynn. Same thing happened with Roger Stone. Same thing happened with Project Veritas and James O'Keefe. Same thing happened with Rudy, Rudy Giuliani. Same thing happened with the Mar-a-Lago raid. You, what, what, you think Donald Trump did anything wrong with him when it comes to classified documents? No. He can declassify everything, which he said he did. It's over. 
president can declassify, but yet nothing's happening with, with Joe Biden and his uh, 150 boxes worth of classified compartmented information. And nothing happens with them. So don't, 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 don't live in some sort of delusion that, well, I'll do nothing wrong. So these people actually must have done something wrong. That's how most Republicans think. They must have done something. No, they didn't. All you have to have is the correct jurisdiction to write a probable cause affidavit with a Soros bought and paid for DA, and there's 75 of them, Larry Krasner, Kim Fox, Kim Gardner, who just got fired, George Gascon in LA. All you have to do is have them fill out. What would happen if you, if you got criminally charged in LA right now? What would happen? You're like, oh, I can't, but what, okay, you're like, say you're a podcaster like me, and somebody wants to sue you for defamation in California. You think I'm gonna get a fair hearing in California? They have George Gascon there, or whoever, whatever, who is ever in charge of their civil division, who's a leftist, they'll impanel a leftist grand jury, then a leftist regular jury, a leftist judge, and a leftist appellate court, and a leftist Supreme Court. How am I, who's going to stop it when they watch a couple of these videos? You think that, that a leftist grand jury and or a leftist regular jury is going to vote in my favor? They don't. You're like, well, eventually justice will happen. Where? Where will it, justice will happen? Where? Where will it happen exactly? It won't. That's why you don't put masks on and allow a fraudulent election to usher in all of these criminals. All right, we better switch subjects or I'll stay on it all night. All right, switch to the border real quick. Just some numbers coming out of the border. As we know, just so everybody knows, by the end of this year, Joe, Joe Robinette Biden will have allowed 7 million people to illegally cross the border, which is almost in New York City. And it's about six Tampa Bays that he's allowed to cross the southern border in three years. He's at six point something million now. And I'm, of course, remember now, those are the actual numbers. That includes gotaways. That includes everything. Those are the ones that they have actually registered. People saw them. So they have the statistical data. And according to CBP, it's actually one to five times that many. So if he's allowed seven million in, it's at least 14 million that he's allowed in and upwards of 35 million that he's let in. Oh, Tom, that's hyperbolic. No, that's CBP statistics. They've been going on that for years. However many that they actually registered across the border, the ones that they catch and the ones that they see get away, the gotaways, it's actually one to five times that many because those are the ones that they caught or the ones they saw get away. What about all the ones they didn't catch and didn't see get away, which is basically nine out of every 10 illegal aliens. That's the truth. So we could be looking at 35 million over Joe Biden's first three years. And just some information out here, just so you know what the motivation is so that you understand the political climate and why it is that we have an open border. You're like, who could it benefit? You know, the funny thing about it is that most of these people probably will end up voting Republican. The Rio Grande Valley is going all Republican now because a lot of Hispanic people are Catholic. They're not into, uh, you know, gender-affirming underwear in Target and gender-affirming one-piece bathing suits with, with a tucking mechanism in, them in, in Target. They're not really into that. So they end up turning Republican over a period of time. So I, I love it if it actually, if, if it actually turns on the, on the Democrats. But so why are they actually doing this? Never, never make it overly complicated. I'll, I'll show you. U.S. spent $13 billion sponsoring unaccompanied minors. Sheldon Roth, MD, tweet. Unaccompanied minors at the border, border since... 2012. And before I even go any further, just so everybody knows, I could stop it right there. That's the reason why we have an open border. That 13 billion, I mean, since 2012. So over the last 11 years, $13 billion. 
Remember, Trump's border wall would have cost $8 billion. And it's almost all done, so we only need like another $3 billion, it's done. But $13 billion, instead of spending that money, $13 billion has been spent on unaccompanied minors at the border since 2012. 150,000 unaccompanied minors in 2021 alone, $18,000 per child, billions more spent by the states. That's just what the feds have spent, not the state budgets. 85,000 minors sent to sponsors are missing. They send them to a sponsor, these kids, 85,000. That's just in two and a half years. In the two and a half years of the, it's not even two and a half years yet. In the two and a half years, it'll be in July. In the two and a half years of the Biden administration, 85,000 kids that they caught at the border, sent them, they actually registered them, documented them, sent them off to a, to a sponsor, are gone. Have, have, have moved into oblivion, have disappeared off the planet. 85,000 thousand kids and if you go by cbp statistics it's a minimum of 170,000 that disappeared off the planet i wonder where they're at so why is this happening go to the first line it's for the 13 billion who do they go to catholic charities ngos democratic party sponsored quote unquote charities it's all a giant amalgam it's all a giant symbiote. It's just like when the Democratic Party gives $600 million per year, which Donald Trump ended, which Joe Biden reinitiated, $600 million to Planned Parenthood. Well, $100 million of that goes back to the Democratic Party. So the Democratic Party funds itself through your taxpayer dollars because that $600 million is taxpayer dollars. They do the same thing with all these NGOs. So these NGOs who received $13 billion, at least a billion or two went back to the Democratic Party. You see how it's an endless circular symbiote? They give billions to Democratic Party NGOs, non-government organizations, who then donate to the Democratic Party. Same thing happens in Ukraine. They give billions and hundreds of billions and ends up probably be a trillion dollars to Ukraine. And then billions will go back to the Democratic Party through donations from the very people they sent the money to. And you're like, no, how'd that work? Well, if, you, if you're sitting there and you're spending billions of dollars and you're part of the military-industrial complex, that military-industrial complex gives to the Democratic Party. That's what it's all about. You don't even need to go past. It doesn't need to be a super complex. It's all about the love of money, which is the root of all evil. Well, they don't care if 85,000 kids go missing as long as Catholic charities gets their billion dollars and all these other NGOs at the border. All right, let's go to the next one. Clown, uh, this Clown World video. I just have to show you. Now, we've heard about this horrible war, right, in Ukraine. The most mysterious war I've ever seen because it's a war that doesn't exist. You're like, Tom, you're saying nobody's dying. Yeah, of course, so, listen, people are dying. They're just the peasants. While the bourgeois leftist elitist, globalist, like Vladimir Putin, like Voldemar Zelensky, like Xi Jinping and Klaus Schwab, fund the war and initiate the war. And Joe Biden, a bourgeois leftist, globalist elitist who lives behind a wall, who you're building right now, a half a million dollar wall for Joe Biden around his beachfront Delaware, Wilmington, Delaware estate while it's guarded by guns and walls that you're not allowed to have. So allegedly there's this war going on here. You know, just this dangerous war, this fight for democracy in a country that's not a democracy. So you have a country that's fighting for democracy, according to Lindsey Graham, according to Joe Biden, according to Mitch McConnell, according to Chuck Schumer and Nancy Pelosi, fighting. And again, Nancy Pelosi called uh, Voldemar Zelensky the next St. Patrick. 
They're allegedly fighting for democracy in a country that's an authoritarian dictatorship. That's Ukraine, an authoritarian, bought and paid for by the CCP in the World, World Economic Forum, authoritarian dictatorship. So how's this war? Let's look at, now here is downtown Kiev. I refuse to call it Kiev. Kiev, here's downtown last night. This was Friday night in Kiev, in the war zone. Play for me, Will. So as I do often, Aaron, if you could just side by side that for me. Let me, let me ask the war. Do we only have one uh, war war veteran in the room that's actually fought into a, a war. He's the one flipping a lot of the slides around. Associate producer Will over here to my right. Eventually, someday we'll have a camera on him. But I'm gonna ask. I'm asking him point blank. I'm not gonna look at you, Will, because it looks weird. But is it? Is this? You've been in a war zone. You've actually. You are a war veteran. You are a battlefield veteran. You've been in battles. Does this look like a war zone to you? Not at all. Three words. Not at all. Where'd you fight again? Iraq. Iraq. Not at all. He was in the war zone in Iraq. A combat veteran. This doesn't look like a war to him. That look like a war to you. This is in the war zone. It's dangerous there, right? Look at this. Does this look dangerous to you? That look, that, I mean, that looks fantastic, doesn't it? Doesn't look like a war to me. You're like, Tom, people, the people are actually dying. I agree. People are dying. The peasants are dying just like they did in World War I, just like they did in World War II. And listen, I'll pick on anybody. As of many of these bourgeois people, whether it's Bush, whether it's Trump, whether it's Clinton, whoever, that all got out of it, right? So there's peasants dying up there, both Russian peasants. And how, how, how innocent and guilty are any of the peasants that are following orders? If you don't follow Volodymyr Zelensky's orders, you'll be killed. If you don't follow Vladimir Putin's orders, you'll be killed. So you got to go fight. At least you have a chance to survive in the battle. That looks like a war to you. That's where, that's where all of our billions are going right now. We don't have any ammunition. I'll talk about that right now. Let me show you this video, Chuck Cholesterol video. Warmonger, here's Lindsey Graham now, also in Kiev, today or yesterday. Lindsey Graham is in Kiev. Now, how does a fat guy who couldn't do a single push-up in his life, never picked up a firearm in his life, never has battled for anything in his life, a bourgeois, globalist, leftist, elitist, like Lindsey Graham with an R in front of his name, but it should be a D in front of his name, and he knows it. How is it safe for him to go in the middle of a war? How is it safe? I wonder how many of these people sat safely during World War II in Korea and Vietnam. Let's just, let's just fly, fly Lindsey Graham and his fat butt over to the Mekong River Delta. That never happened. You know why? Because this isn't a legit war. Yes, people are dying. Thousands of people are dying. Thousands of innocent people have been displaced and killed, including women and children. I understand that. But again, it's being propagated just like COVID-19. This existential threat to your life. This is the greatest war of the war for democracy. It's a war for nothing. Voldemort Zelensky, who's a young global leader for the World Economic Forum, fighting against another world, world economic forum, young global leader, and, and Vladimir Putin. That's what this war is. It's a fake. It's all, it's, I mean, I could go deep into it, but it's all about ushering in CBDC, 
social credit systems, the agenda of the World Economic Forum. That's what it's all about. Causing mass shortages so they cause the problem and then the globalists offer you their solutions. The globalists cause the problem, create the problem, create it out of thin air, make it up out of thin air, just like global warming, and then offer you their solution. Global warming isn't working, so they need to cut off the number one food supplier in the region, number one grain supplier in the region is Ukraine. Number one fuel supplier is Russia. So that's got to be cut off because climate change isn't working good enough. It's not working fast enough. And many of us don't believe it. So you got to create a war. This is what they do is you got a bunch of right wingers who don't believe in global warming, but they'll buy right into a war. A war for what? Russian speaking parts of Ukraine. The eastern part of Ukraine, which hates Volodymyr Zelensky and wants to be part of Russia anyway. And these people, we now have no ammunition. We have no way to fight right now, no way to fight at all. And you've got warmongers like Lindsey Graham over there meeting with Volodymyr Zelensky, trying to instigate a two-front war, one in Ukraine and run it one in Taiwan. I'll, just let, I'll let you watch the video. Play it for me. Free or die. Free or die. Now you are free. Yes. And we will be. And the Russians are dying. So the best money we've ever spent. Thank you so much. Now it's... Russians are dying. That's the best money we've ever spent. That's going to go over real well diplomatically worldwide, right? So you have fat Lindsey Graham who's there, who's never fought a day in his life, doesn't know how to defend himself, surrounded by guns you're not allowed to have, surrounded by walls you're not allowed to have, that he actually votes against, even though he says he votes for them. He actually votes against them. You're like, how does, how does he vote against them? Because they just, end, it's like his endless hearings that never accomplish anything. They always vote for things whenever the vote doesn't count, when there's no chance. It's just like when they, were, they all came out against Obamacare. They voted against Obamacare a thousand times until it actually counted when, it could act, when there was no presidential veto that was available. They voted to end Obamacare over and over again when they knew that Obama would veto their legislation. As soon as they had Trump in office, they voted to keep Obamacare. You're like, Lindsey Graham didn't do that. No, his best friend, John McCain, fell on a sword and did it. The very same John McCain who walked the collusion hoax over to James Comey and the FBI. They're all in it together. They're all leftists. That's right-wing conspiracy theory. Right-wing conspiracy theory. Then why is it they never accomplish anything? If you look at the Democrats, they'll always say this. Well, if we would tap, we're, you know, we're all going through this. You know, Washington is all abuzz about the debt ceiling, raising the debt ceiling. And you have the Democrats to come out always and say, you know, if we would raise taxes on the rich, the only reason why the deficit goes up is because not enough revenue comes in because we're not taxing the rich. Well, why is it during the eight years of Obama and the eight years of Clinton and the four years of, of, of Jimmy Carter that they were taxing the rich and, the, and yet the deficit still went up? And, and, and turnabout's fair play because when the Republicans are in and they cut taxes, it does, the yeah, the deficit still goes up. The debt and deficit still go up because it's a swamp and they're all liars. And that's why, I mean, all of them, 90% Republican and Democrat, all Democrats are liars and 90% of the Republican Party is liars. They need, we, had to have, we need to have legitimate conservatives in office. Otherwise, all we have, just like we're seeing with Ken Paxton and his faux impeachment in Texas, is a bunch of people with R's in front of their names that are actually controlled opposition D's being paid by D's, being paid by Democrats. All right, let's move on to crime now. Clown World video. 
Two women from Georgia were fired after calling the police to report a robbery. That can't be, Tom. It's exactly that. Play it for me. Seriously, get out. Two Georgia women say they were fired from their jobs at Lululemon after calling police to report this robbery, which one of them caught on camera. Jennifer Ferguson and Rachel Rogers describing to NBC affiliate 11 Alive Atlanta the horrifying moments the merchandise at the Peachtree Corner store was stolen. To do it. The women say they were fired from their jobs after they decided to call the police about the shoplifting, something they say they were told is against company policy. So what are they supposed to do instead? You kind of clear a path for whatever they're going to do. And then after it's over, you scan a QR code. Rogers, who says she's worked at the company for five years, claims that the store has been dealing with thefts for months, recalling another incident. But this was the first time she knows of someone at the store calling police, which local authorities confirm. The Fayette County Sheriff's Office says three men have been charged with theft by shoplifting and First thing is, we as conservatives and Christians, we need to remember these stores and not shop with them. Lululemon has a company policy that when you, when the store itself is, it's hard to even talk about. They have a, it doesn't make any sense to me. I was a cop for 25 years, 1992 to 2017. Went, went to many shoplifting calls because the company calls you. It's, it's hard for you to put it into a sentence. Lululemon has a company policy that they do not call the police when they themselves are being robbed or stolen from when somebody is stealing from their stores and they fired their employees for calling the cops they, their employees didn't tackle the perpetrators didn't say anything to them except stop and they, these two women are fired because they actually called the police we need to remember these things and here, here's the thing you're like how can these people make money that's a great question how is it that disney's hemorrhaging tens of billions Budweiser's hemorrhaging billions. Target is hemorrhaging billions. How do these companies actually make money? I don't know. How do they receive money for high ESG scores from you and me? I don't know. I'm just alleging that. I'm not saying that it's true. How does CNN stay in business? How does CNN, is it from pharma dollars? Because think about it. If you, if you were Lululemon, a couple billion dollars, couple billion dollars goes a long way. And our country, and our and our country is thirty-two, just under thirty-two trillion dollars in debt. So are these companies being subsidized because of their high ESG school ESG ESG scores, Envir- environmental social governance scores? Are they actually receiving government subsidies? Is that why we never stop accumulating debt? I don't know if that's true, but I wonder if it's true. If you're Lululemon, a couple billion dollars from the government would keep you alive for quite a while. You don't even need to call the cops. Look at all that material. Look at all that merchandise that was stolen by those guys. They don't even care. Don't call the police. How do you you stay in business? We're seeing in many cities, Walmart's leaving, CVS is left, and Walgreens is left because they're having so much merchandise stolen from them, they can't stay in business. And just a quick reminder on Black Lives Matter, Jack Jack Posobiec tweet, only one-third of the $90 million that Black Lives Matter received helped charitable causes. One third, one third of that $90 million went to charitable causes. The rest went to act blue to elect white Democrats and did absolutely nothing for the black community. You, the picture right there is Patrice Cullors and her, and her brother. Her brother received $1.2 to $1.4 million for security. That fat tub of goo 
was allegedly providing security for his sister, the other fat tub of goo, who lived, who bought three mansions. That's 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 the status of Black Lives Matter. It's a terrorist organization, no different than Antifa. Everyone wants to talk about insurrections. We need to talk about mass prosecutions. When we are in control of the DOJ, we need to look into mass prosecutions, RICO violations, and everything else on Patrice Colors, Black Lives Matter, Antifa, mass prosecutions, mass litigations against these people. Needs to be, it's no, it's no move on from the past because you don't move on from the past when the people that committed the crimes and committed the violations committed the atrocities, never repented of it. You don't move on. Has Hillary Clinton repented of deleting 30,000 subpoenaed emails, each one of those deletions of felony? If she hasn't repented of it, she needs to be prosecuted for it. Now, I don't care if it's in 2015. Now, James Clapper needs to be prosecuted for felony perjury. So does John Brennan. So does Anthony Fauci. So does Francis Collins. They need to be tried in a Nuremberg-style criminal or civil hearing, civil trial, to answer for why they pimped and hoard a vaccine, saying that it stopped transmission. It didn't. Saying that it stopped infection. It didn't. Saying that it stopped hospitalization. It doesn't. Saying that it stops death. It doesn't. Everybody with COVID-19 right now that's hospitalized is fully vaccinated. That's a fact. Not get off onto that yet. Let's go a little bit more, a little bit more on, oh, let's just shift over to Target. It's a little, a little, a good little segue from crime into Target. Here's Jesse Watt. It's a good summation of how Target's handling things right now. Target is hemorrhaging billions, just so you know. Jesse Waters looting is fine, but not shopping there. That's terrorism. Play it for me. Target's having a hell of a week. In the span of just five days, the big box store lost more than $9 billion off its market cap. After America found out, they partnered with a trans Satanist to sell tuck-friendly swimsuits to kids. The company went into crisis mode and said they were pulling their pride line off the shelves. It turns out they just moved the clothes to the back of the store. We found the pride section. It's in the very back of the store. It's been completely rearranged. And I didn't think that these were true. Look closely. It says light binding effect for light binding. I'm glad they moved it to the back of the store because no kid should be seeing this in front. Here's the tucking one piece bathing suit hidden in the back. And here's another one. Here is the the tucking bottoms. And now this, we just found out Target funneled millions of dollars to a group that lobbies school districts to secretly transition students without notifying parents. But if you hear this and don't wanna shop at Target anymore, that makes you a terrorist. If you're Target and you cave here, this is a slippery slope because this anti-LGBTQ movement, they're not going to stop here. They want to sue every company out there. This is economic terrorism, literally terrorism, creating fear among the workers and forcing the corporations to sell the things you want, not sell the things you don't. You heard that right. Not shopping at Target is literally terrorism. Well, the last time I checked, the left loves boycotts. Chick-fil-A's religious, boycott. Spotify signs Rogan, boycott. Elon Musk buys Twitter, a boycott. Goya, CEO, meets Trump, boycott. Hobby Lobby doesn't like abortion, boycott. Texas passes a heartbeat bill, boycott. North Carolina does a bathroom bill, boycott. 
Georgia does voter integrity, pull the baseball all-star game. And don't you dare buy that pair of pants made in Israel. Now, it's fine when the left does it, but complaining about Target? Literally terrorism. Remember the summer of love when looters ransacked Targets across the country? The left loved it. You remember the articles? In defense of looting. <laughs> By the way, MSNBC, looting is actually economic terrorism. So for those of you following at home, the left would rather you loot Target than not shop there. So once again, there's two sets of rules. If you boycott anything that's liberal, that's economic terrorism. If you boycott anything that's conservative, that's perfectly fine. Absolutely not terrorist, not terroristic at all. It's just like the elections. I have a 24-minute video, 24 minutes straight of Democrats denying the results of an election. And if they do that, that's part of part of democracy. If you and I do that, it's a threat to democracy. And, and, you're, and, and I'm, I'm okay with their stupidity. The problem is, is that the courts side with them. That's the problem with it. You have the, you know, eco-terrorism. I love the list. Fox News was boycotted. That's terrorism. I mean, that wasn't terrorism. Chick-fil-A, Twitter, Goya, Hobby Lobby, the entire state of Texas. The entire, the entire, right now, the entire state of Florida is being boycotted by the NAACP. That's not economic terrorism. Of course, they all got their vacations in first in Florida, and now they're boycotting it. That's what they always do. And I always ask this question, who's actually the violent ones? Now, allegedly, there's a transgender genocide going on without anybody being killed. And what I saw an hysterical tweet today where, you, where a leftist put out a, 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 a post about, about Republicans and pro-life Republicans. If you're so pro-life, then how is it that you're killing transgender people after they're born? First of all, we're killing nobody. But the funny thing about it is, think about all the transgender people that are killed in the womb by him. By, the, by, by leftist pro-abortion policies. They're killing off all these transgender people in the womb. And talk about us killing them when they come out of them when nobody is actually killing them. A transgenocide. Show me one video of a right-winger even antagonizing a transgender person. Show me one video of a right-winger antagonizing a transgender person. There isn't any. I am all over social media, and I follow both left-wingers left and right-wingers. There isn't one video. They'd be all over the place. They have to come up with their own fraudulent right-wing patriot front ter uh, extremist terrorists, whatever they want to call them. There isn't any. There is no right-wing extre extremism. There's nothing. And there certainly isn't any right-wingers that are actually victimizing any transgender people. There's no videos at all. So who are, the, who are the actual violent ones? Of course, we had the shooting in Nashville at the Covenant School. We got that, which, of course, we still, well, strangely, three, two, three months later, we still haven't had uh, the shooter's manifesto been released yet at all. Three months later, the manifesto still has not been released. So who are the violent ones? A Daily Mail pick, Utah Target evacuated after it received a bomb threat for turning its, for turning its back on the LGBT community after Pride Collection walked back. They just moved the Pride Collection from the front of the store to the back of the store, and they don't boycott, they bomb threat. We boycott, and it's called terrorism. They bomb threat, and it's called nothing.
That's the status of where we live right now. That, that is the status of the United States of America. And Utah is not much better. You look at the legislative stuff going on in Utah and who's being elected in Utah and the, and the pride in the LGBT community in Utah and all the Republican, Republicans in Utah bending over and grabbing their ankles for the LGBTQ community in Utah. It's not good. Nobody would be prosecuted here. It's not politically expedient to prosecute somebody. If it was a right-winger, they'd be prosecuted for, for some sort of felony and put in prison for a decade. But not if you're a leftist. Not if you're a left. We cannot have that. All right, moving on. Now, here's, here's an interesting one. RNC research video. Remember now, this whole gas stove thing was, was right-wing hyperbole, right-wing conspiracy, conspiracy theory that we rose up and said, you're not taking our gas stoves. And the same Cori Bush and all the rest of her acolytes, all the rest of her cohorts called us right-wing conspiracy theorists, all being hyperbolic, creating a problem that doesn't exist. But you let, but but look at what is actually happening on Capitol Hill. They said it was all hyperbole, right-wing extremism, right-wingers just making it up out of thin air. We would never take your gas stoves. But what's Cori Bush actually doing right now? Play for me, Will. I can only imagine the number of my constituents who are unknowingly being poisoned by their gas stove in the state that it is without this proposed rule being in effect. He's coming for your gas stove. That is a new and absolutely ridiculous one. Turns out Fox News and Republicans are up in arms because they say the government is coming to take your stoves. What Republicans are saying is... They're going to take your gas stove. GOP have been stoking a ridiculous new freakout about gas stoves. No one is taking your gas stove. The right-wing freakout over the use of gas stoves is merely the latest in a long series of made-up culture war battles designed to enrage and rile up their right-wing and paranoid base. Republicans are prone to conspiracy theories, whether it's, you know, the kooky, like JFK Jr. is coming back from the dead to run with Trump, or um, the sort of duplicitous, like... This administration's coming to take away your gas stoves. Republicans have turned a government warning about your health into a lie about Democrats trying to take your stoves. You get some bureaucrat saying something that has no power, and then suddenly you have Ron DeSantis, so I'm going to protect your gas. Everybody's going to be talking about gas stoves, gas It's so stupid. Moments later. New York City is moving to snuff out gas stoves. New York becoming the first state to ban natural gas and other fossil fuels in most new buildings, including gas stoves. So they put out their Goebbels propaganda for months saying this is all just right-wing hyperbole, and then they go ahead and do it anyway. And you're like, I always wonder, where are the retractions? Because every time that I'm wrong, I actually come out and retract what I said and use those, those, those words that everybody avoids. I was wrong. Nobody will ever say it. So you got, you got the various... You know, you know, uh, Morning Joe and all, you know, Joy Reid and all the rest of them, Mika, Brzezinski, Joe Scarborough, running the company line, running Goebbels propaganda because it's all Project Mockingbird coming out of the CIA. Here's what you will say. We've shown the videos. They say the exact same thing. It's a mass email. They say the exact same thing. Every left-wing outfit said, there's no threat to your gas stoves. Republicans are just making it up. And now Cori Bush is pushing legislation to get rid of your gas stoves. And there's no reason to me. It's, like, it's just absolutely, they're just, they're, they're, they're unashamedly hypocritical because it's not hypocrisy. It's hierarchy. They don't care what you think. They know that you, they know that you know that they're hypo- that they're hypocrites. They know it. They don't care. It would bother you and me to be hypocrites. 
They don't care that they're hypocrites. Not one little bit. All right, let's look at some company losses here. Gateway Pundit tweet. Anheuser-Busch. In, by the way, just so everybody knows, Anheuser-Busch is not an American company. Do you, are you aware of that? They're not an American company. You look up Trish Regan. She actually put this out. They're not an American company. They were bought and paid for by a Brazilian company. So they are for billions of dollars. They're not an American company at all. They're not, they're not headquartered in St. Louis anymore. You know, in the commercials that you see, they're a Brazilian company. That's what they are. And Brazilian is what? Just had a fake election. Switching from the dollar to the yuan, to the, to the Chinese yuan. They're not, they're, not, they're not an American company. Just understand that. I hate beer. I hate alcohol. I don't ever drink. I'm just telling you. But I'm, you know, they, allegedly, there's this American iconic company. Just so you know, they're not. They're owned. They're bought and paid for by a company in Brazil. Anheuser-Busch, InBev market value has collapsed. Now look at the date on this. 525, two days ago. $15.7 billion since Della Mulvaney partnership. That's a great job, isn't it? Amazing. Let's go to the next one. Glossly promotion. There you go. Then you can actually look at the stock charts. Weekly sales volume in the U.S. changed from a year earlier. A year earlier to where it is now. Amazing, isn't it? Great job. But you know what? They got a high ESG score. I'm wondering, how do these people stay in business? How does Disney stay in business? How does Budweiser stay in business? I don't know. They're hemorrhaging billions of dollars. Are they receiving money because they have a high, a high ESG score? Are these, or are these people just absolutely galactically stupid? I don't know. That they'll just run themselves out of business. I put this on Twitter that whether it's Disney, Target, or Anheuser-Busch, they're going after a 0.001% market share, and they are getting that. They've won the transgender market. Not even the LGBTQ market, but only the transgender. Only the T part of it. They aren't even winning 1%, which is we have about a 1% gay population, if that. That's what they claim. They're not even getting that. They're only getting the trans market. And how do they stay in business? I have absolutely no idea. We need to know. And these are the things that when we own Congress, we own the Senate, when we own the DOJ, we need to find out how these companies hemorrhage billions of dollars with their high ESG scores and somehow stay in business. All right, go to the next one for me, Will. New York Post tweet, Target loses, now this is only a week, $9 billion in week following boycott calls over LGBTQ. And they were found, Aaron, if you could look that up for me before you go, that tweet that you sent him about who... Target is actually donating money to. If you can find that out for me, just yell it out or put the tweet up if you can get it. But $9 billion in one week. $9 billion in one week. Amazing. All right, go to the next one for me. Walt Disney World, right here in Florida. Look at look how far they've gone down. They're down 10.10%, and Target's down 13.48% in one week. <laughs> and, and, you on, and then the last one is actually Anheuser-Busch, down 11.56%. Oh, there we go. Target aim, Target takes aim. The retail giant provides annual. Put up that on the, on the big screen. You can't? Oh, you can't? Oh, man. All right, here, I'll just, I'll just read it to you. Fox News tweet, Target takes aim. The retail giant provides annual donations to G-L-S-E-N, Gilson, whatever, but it's just an acronym, which calls for gender ideology to be integrated into all classes, even math. So when you have Ron DeSantis fighting Disney, Tom, who are you for, DeSantis or Trump? I'm for DeSantis or Trump. And as it goes on and as they debate, I will make my decision and I will announce it to you. 
which is where everybody should be right now because we look like a bunch of stupid idiots on Twitter attacking each other. We have Trump people attacking Casey DeSantis. You've got DeSantis people attacking Trump's vaccine stuff or whatever else when they were both pro-vaccine and both pro-lockdown at the very beginning. So you have Target, just like Disney. Oh, good job, Baron. It's up there now. There you go. Target, just like Disney, was it, it's donating. They're not just... I mean, they're actually donating. I don't know what, if Disney was just pushing it or actually making financial contributions to grooming children in schools. I mean, why, do, why in a math class do you need to talk about, about gender ideology when you should be learning 2 plus 2? And if it's Common Core, you're learning that 2 plus 2 is whatever you want it to be. Why does it need to be there? Because it's an agenda. And I don't have time to get into the agenda tonight, but it's all a giant globalist bourgeois leftist agenda to leverage you into a one world commerce system. Go to the next one for me, Will. The Federalist tweet, Bud Light, Anheuser-Busch, double down on transgender insanity and sponsor pride parades. Did they never learn? It's just like, do you, you realize that Joe Biden has refunded the Wuhan Institute of Virology? This is, this is, none of what, that's why I say don't protest. All the protests need to end. We need to accumulate mass, mass, mass as amount of cash and give it to the Liberty Council, give it to Judicial Watch, give it to Jay Sekulow, and we need to sue these people into oblivion and criminally prosecute whoever needs to be criminally prosecuted. National Post, Joe Biden has quietly refunded the disgraced Wuhan Lab Collaborators EcoHealth Alliance. Peter Daszak and the EcoHealth Alliance, which is what Anthony Fauci funded. He was the funneling source for Anthony Fauci's uh, NIH and NIID so they could say they weren't actually funding the Wuhan Institute of Virology. They funneled the money through Peter Daszak and the EcoHealth Alliance, and that was shut down, and Joe Biden reopens it back up. So the Wuhan Institute of Virology, which is a level four bioweapons lab for the people right now who are surrounding Taiwan with their Navy, the most advanced, technologically advanced Navy on the planet. It's not ours, it's the Chinese. It's not an unpatriotic statement, it's absolutely true. It's like hypersonic technology. We don't have hypersonic technology, they do, China does. So the very people that are surrounding Taiwan right now, Joe Biden is funding their level four bioweapons lab in Wuhan, China. Just, just like Metabiota, the lab that was partially owned by Hunter Biden was also in Ukraine. See how it all comes together? Ukraine was also funding the Wuhan Institute of Virology. All right, go to the next one, Will. I don't even know where I'm at. Lives to TikTok. Here we go. I received this from a nurse at an NCA healthcare facility in Florida. She told me she was required to read this guide to pronouns as part of her training. So you see how they win over every institution. It's not just about, you know what, I'm not going to call a girl a guy and a guy a girl, which we never should because that's, that's abiding in bold-faced lies. We don't do any of that. They use it to take over other entities, just like COVID. was not just about standing up and not being masked and not being vaccinated. It's about actually stopping the entire globalist agenda, the entire globalist narrative that takes over all of our institutions. See, it's not just transgender that you have to worry about the guy walking around telling you, you're going to call me a missus. It's not just that. It's about our hospital systems being taken over by that agenda. If they're taken over by that agenda, that means they are now leftists, just like the courts and the DOJ have been taken over by leftists. 
It's not just about the actual, the actual narrative or the actual agenda. The actual agenda and narrative are, is actually a virus that spreads so they can take over. All right, Brian Kilmeade video, a creepy, creepy video from Columbia University. Look at all these doctors swearing an oath to globalist, leftist, bourgeois, transgender, bourgeois, transgender narrative. Look at them all. It looks like a Hitler rally. Play for me. We enter the profession of medicine with appreciation for the opportunity to build on the scientific and humanistic achievements of the past. We also recognize the acts and systems of oppression affected in the name of medicine. We take this oath of service to begin building a future grounded in truth, restoration, and equity to fulfill medicine's capacity to liberate. I promise to take care of my future patients by engaging in dialogue, listening to their lived experience. What does that have to do with orthopedic surgery? What does that, what does that have to do with healthcare at all? All right, back here, Tuesday night, 8.30, full 90 minutes of fury. Love you all. If you enjoyed watching the Tom Lipley podcast, would you consider investing in the program? Go to TomLipley.com and donate any amount to the podcast, and we will send you this exclusive TLP shirt. Ambient noise is not unbelief. It's what causes unbelief. There's a war going on, but I see, I see another law in my members warring against the law of my mind and bringing me into captivity to the law of sin, which is in my members, Romans 7:23 again. What's warring against the law of your mind is ambient noise. What's challenging the law of your mind? The law of your mind is faith. Whatever is challenging faith to you is noise. It's ambient noise. Ambient noise is often what you don't coherently hear. It's things that you don't necessarily know are challenging your faith. Listen, it is not an option. It is imperative that you identify the ambient noise in your life. Imperative, because there's a war that's going on.